be Luke chapter 11, and we're going to be reading verses 5 to 13. So that's Luke chapter 11, verses 5 to 13, and Jesus is continuing to teach the disciples about prayer. So starting at verse 5. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Oh, don't bother me. The door's already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, Yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will you give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Thanks, Katie. Uh, My name's Stephen. I'm the youth minister here at the church. Um, We're going to pray. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word. Please speak to us through it, and would you inspire us to pray? Amen. Uh, Lizzie and I were invited to a friend's house, and usually friends ask you, is there anything you don't like to eat? And I have two food enemies, two foods that I can't stand. Fish and cucumber. Like That is my nightmare on the screen up there. And, and, but, so we went to this family's house, and they didn't ask us. And it was a lovely evening, we sat down to eat the food, and the food came out. Fish pie. Like fish pie. And suddenly, I had a choice, two options. Number one, do I offend the host horribly and say, I'm not touching that, give me some meat. Or, or, or do, 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 I, do I politely stomach the fish and my insides will pay the price later on? Like, what do I do? How about we put it to a vote this morning? So I'm going to do a hands-up vote. Um, so if you think you would offend the host in that situation, put your hands up now. Oh, one, two, there we go. There we go. Dennis is never coming to my house again. Um, <laughs> option two, uh, if you would stomach the fish and, uh, uh, and eat it, hands up. Okay, polite people. <laughs> that is what I did. I, I, I ate the fish, and then because I think it's rude not to have seconds, I had seconds of the fish. I, I, but I, I was in pain after that. Oh, it was not a good moment. <laughs> but that situation is a bit similar to, to the one our, our neighbour finds himself in, in Jesus' story. Because it's midnight. Uh, his door's locked. The kids are in bed. Uh, and you can picture him just slowly like, closing his eyes after a long, long, long day of work. And as he closes his eyes, there's a knock. Uh, and, and there he is. He staggers out of his bed and goes to the window to see what's going on. Uh, and, and outside his friend. And in verse 5, his friend shouts up, Friend! Lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. So there's no 24-7 Tesco extra in those days, so the friend has to go on his neighbor's door and ask for some bread. 
And suddenly, our neighbour's got two options. Number one, does he, he leave his, his friend out in the cold? Does he ignore him and go back to sleep? Or two, the riskier option, does he, uh, well, well, in those days, all the kids slept in the same room as, as the whole family. So getting the bread will involve walking across the kids and waking them up. Now, does he risk that? Because as every parent in this room knows, once the kids are down, they are staying down. Like, they're not getting up till morning time. So does he, does he risk it and step all over the kids? And imagine the chaos that happens. What does he do? Like, like if that was me, um, I did the classic British thing. No one speak. Lights off. Shh, they'll go away eventually. That, that, that's what I would do. But, but, but our neighbour's much kinder. Look at verse 7. Um, well, kinder. Verse 7, he, he shouts down, Don't bother me. The door's already locked. And my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. Passive-aggressive way of saying, Go away. I, I've got nothing to give you. And you've got to admire the, the, the friend's persistence. Like, he just stands there smiling, knocking away. Bread, bread, bread. Like, like despite being told to go away, he just stands there. Uh, and eventually, verse 8. Well, his shameless audacity wins out in the end. Because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. Like that stubbornness, it, it, it gets him what he needs. Because uh, the neighbour... Um, his door is locked. The neighbour, he, he, he doesn't want to be disturbed by anyone. And the neighbour gives reluctantly after immense effort. In fact, getting bread for the neighbour is kind of like um, trying to get water from a towel. You know, if you've got a wet towel uh, and you wring it and you wring it and you wring it and eventually, oh, eventually it comes out. That's kind of like what it's like with a neighbour. Like wringing a towel. And Jesus, he wants us to look at the neighbour and then compare him to God. So have a look at verse 9. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Jesus wants us to ask God, to pray to God because he is nothing like that neighbour. Like, uh, the neighbor's door was locked. God's is open. Uh, the neighbor doesn't want to be disturbed. God wants to be sought. The neighbor gives reluctantly, but God gives freely. Like, whereas the neighbor was like wringing water from a towel. Verse 10. Everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. God He's like a free-flowing fountain of answered prayer. Like lavish, plentiful, constant. But why is this story here after the Lord's Prayer? Well, it's because Jesus, he wants to inspire us to pray. He wants to inspire us to ask, to seek, to knock, to pray to God. Like, if you're a bit like me, you'll come up with every reason you can not to pray. Here are some classics that I go through. Uh, number one, I'm too busy. I'm doing other stuff, so I won't pray. Or number two, uh, I'm too proud. Like, I can do it on my own, thank you. I don't need your help, God. 
Or, or, or number three, I think God's far too busy, far too important to worry about with my little, little issues. Or number four, um, I'll go to my friends or my family first, so thinking they can help me better than God can. I wonder, what is it for you? What, what stops you praying? We're going to take 30 seconds And in that 30 seconds, just think, what is it for me? What stops me praying and asking God? Because verse 10, God promises to answer. He promises lavish generosity. Uh, Isn't that sensational? Like, it's kind of like those free, warm, delicious oven-baked cookies you get at Furniture Village. You just got to go in there and grab them. Like God's prayers, you've just got to ask, and answers will come. He is that free-flowing fountain of answered prayer. So let nothing stop you praying to him. Like, ask him um, first, before you go to your friends or your family. Ask him for the big, big, big stuff that's far too big to handle. Ask him for little, little, little small stuff uh, that, that seems too insignificant to worry about. And ask him. Like, that's what we're going to be doing this week in our 24 7 prayer week. Like, in just over an hour and a half, we'll be in there for a week praying and watching our God give generously. That's going to be awesome. So, so if you haven't already, or if you have already, do sign up. Like, fill this board uh, and come on your own as families, as little uh, small groups, as, uh, as ministry teams, whatever. Just be there to pray. Because as we pray, we're going to see our lavish God answer our prayers in incredible ways. Because he wants us to ask him. But you may be sitting there thinking, Stephen, I have asked. I've been asking over and over and over again. And I'm a bit done with this praying business. It doesn't work. If that's you... Just hold on. Hold on to part two. We're coming to that. But for now, ask. My dad, he is the gift-giving master. Like the present-picking pro. Um, And sometimes, most of the time, he knocks it out of the park. Like, 21st birthday, um, I wanted a teddy bear. And dad got me that. Isn't that lovely? Uh, uh, or or um, these old grandpa slippers that I still wear that are falling apart a bit. Dad got me those. Love them. Or, or what a treat. The uh, Barnet FC um, mighty black and amber army bees football shirt. Dad got me that too. What a hero. Um, like, like my dad, he, he's a good father and he gives, he gives good gifts. But God, he, he is a better father. Uh, and he gives better gifts. Oh, wonderful. Um, if you've lost, lost the page, we're on page 1042 in the church Bibles. Grab that open, because we're looking right at that passage. Because, uh, do you notice, in Luke 11, verse 2, have a look how the Lord's Prayer starts. Our Father, and then look at Luke 11, verse 13. Look how this chunk of Luke ends. Father. 
Wonderful. Um, like uh, God as Father, it's, it's like a father sandwich, and God as Father is vital to our understanding prayer and getting how incredible it is. Because if God is a Father who loves us, who cares for us, who is for us, who wants to hear from us, then prayer suddenly becomes a beautiful thing, an outworking of that relationship with our Father. Wow. Uh, and God is our Father. So we need to ask him. And God God as Father, that also explains why God doesn't always say yes to our prayers. I mean, parents, this is your time to shout, so please shout loudly. Uh, Do you always say yes to every request your child uh, comes to you with? Yes, well done, that's brilliant. Yeah, you you don't, like like parents know best. Like like if your kid said to you, you, Mum, I want to have sweets for breakfast. I want to have a bowl of Skittles with Fanta. Like, you're going to say no, because you know best. Um, And, well, if parents know best, let's think about the God who, who who is timeless. The God who knows absolutely everything. And him as father, don't you think he knows best? And so... God, he doesn't always answer our prayers with a yes, but he always answers our prayers. And here are some of the ways that he answers our prayers. Yes, have this. Yes, but not yet. Just wait. Yes, but not in the way you imagine. This is better by far. Or no, that's not good for you. This is what you need. Or sometimes, no. And not all of those are that easy for us to hear. But here's what Tim Keller um, says about this. He says, Our Father will either give us what we ask for or what we would have asked for if we knew everything. Our Father will either give us what we asked for or what we would have asked for if we knew everything. Isn't that incredible? I love that quote because it tells us that that our God is for us, that he gives us what is best and that in his eternal uh, magnificent knowledge, he gives us what is best for us. And that gives us confidence that when we ask him, we know we'll get what is best. God is our, our Father, so ask Him. And not only that, but, but um, God is also our good Father. Have a look at verse 13 with me. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give, good, give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Like Jesus makes a massive sweeping statement on the whole of humanity. He says humans are evil. Uh, and, and even my evil dad knows how to give me good gifts. Like, that's a good gift. Uh, um, and like, like we humans know, if a child asks for a McDonald's hamburger, we aren't going to give them rat poison instead. We know how to give good gifts. Now, if that's true with us, then how much more does our infinitely good and perfect Father know how to give, not just the good gifts, but the best gifts to his children? 
There has never been or will ever be a parent who wants what is best for their child as much as God wants what is best for his children who love Jesus. Never. God is our good Father, so ask him because he wants what's best for us. Uh, And how do we know? Like, how can we trust God? Well, we need to look at what he's already given us. And what he's given us first is Jesus. Jesus, who, who takes the snake in verse 11 and the scorpion in verse 12 for us. Jesus, who in Genesis 3, verse 15, is talked about being bitten on the, on the heel by a snake as he dies on the cross for us. Jesus, who in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 15 verse 55-56, is talked about taking the scorpion sting of death as he dies on the cross for us. Jesus, who was abandoned by his Father on the cross so that we, all who trust in him, can call God Father. Jesus, who got the snake... And got the scorpion so that we can get the fish and the eggs. And like, that sounds better than it is. Um, like, like, I hate fish, but, but, but fish and eggs, that basically means God's going to give us exactly what we need and what is good. Because Jesus took the snake and the scorpion for us. Uh, God is our good and generous Father, so ask him. And just a little, a little side note, um, if you're not trusting in Jesus here this morning, if you're not a Christian, um, well, you can't call God your Father. You, you, you can't expect him to answer your prayers. You can't expect the fish uh, and the egg. But if you want that relationship with God, if you want a father-child relationship with the almighty creator of everything, you've just got to believe in his son, Jesus. And if you do, do chat to us after the service. We'd love to tell you more about this amazing Jesus. But also, um, come on to Christmas services. Because here at BH, Christmas is all about Jesus. And we're going to tell you all about how amazing, sensational, incredible, awesome he is. So come along. Um, and just in case God's generosity as Father wasn't enough, or God giving us Jesus wasn't enough for us, can you see what else God gives us in verse 13? Have a little look. The Holy Spirit. Now, the best gift my dad gave me, like far above the teddy, the slippers and the the shirt, um, every every birthday he took me out for wimpies. Like we sat there, me and him, it was dad dad and Stephen time. He gave me himself and that was the best gift by far. And verse 13 tells us that God is like my dad because he gives us himself. Himself as Holy Spirit as soon as we believe in Jesus. And there is no greater gift God can give than himself. His Holy Spirit with us so that we are never alone. Uh, Like the Holy Spirit is the infinite resources of, of the infinite God resting in finite human beings. Does it get any better than that? And the Holy Spirit like, is more than that too. He's more than just God with us, as if that weren't enough. 
The Holy Spirit is the one promised in Ezekiel 36 as the one who will transform our hearts of stone to make them hearts of flesh. The Holy Spirit, he is the one um, who, who is the counsellor who guides us into all truth and points us to Jesus at every opportunity. The Holy Spirit, he is the, the deposit guaranteeing us eternal life with God forever in heaven. The Holy Spirit is the one who, who grows us to make us look more like Jesus. The Holy Spirit is all this and so much more. And I thought a teddy was a good gift. Like, <laughs> wow, what a gift. God is our good and generous Father who gives us himself. Himself as son to die for us. Himself as spirit to live within us. And himself as father to relate to us. So ask him. And be inspired to pray. Be inspired to pray as you remember the generosity of your father. Because like, nothing will get us praying more than we, as we realise how generous and good God is at answering our prayers. And so remember God's generosity as Father. And here are three ways to do that. Three simple ways. Number one, with each other. So like, talk about answered prayer. I'd love it at BH after the service, rather than cricket or, or the cold weather, talk about answered prayer. That's better by far. Because as you do, others will be inspired to pray. Especially with this week going on, write down where God answers your prayer and how he answers your prayers because we're going to see God do some extraordinary things and let's make sure we're looking out for them and praising him for them and praying off the back of that. Remember God's generosity with each other. And remember it on your own too. So before bed, why not just take like one minute as you're going to sleep, write down three things that you're thankful to God for in that day. Because as you do that, that list will grow. It'll be five things the next week, ten things the next week, as you realize just how generous God is, and that will inspire more and more prayer to our Father. And then thirdly, and most importantly, remember God's generosity in giving us Jesus. Whenever you doubt God's, God's goodness or God's generosity as a Father, whenever you doubt that God listens or hears your prayers, remember Jesus, the son who got abandoned by his father on the cross so we could call him father. The son who got the snake bite and the scorpion so we get the fish and the eggs. Remember Jesus who died for us. That's how generous our father is. God is our generous father, so ask him. I mean, I'll leave you with this. Will the God who gives us himself as son Will the God who gives us himself as spirit, will the God who gives us himself as father, will that God ever withhold anything we truly need from us, his children? God is our good and generous father. So ask him. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you are a generous God. Thank you that you've given us yourself uh, as sons down the cross for us, uh, as spirit to live within us, and as father to talk to and relate to. Thank you for that most generous gift. Lord, help us to remember your generosity to us and be blown away and inspired to pray more as we remember how awesome and generous you are. Amen.